Welcome, everybody, to Together We Stand's podcast. I'm Sevgi Fernandez. I'm the founder of Together We Stand, and we are a national nonprofit organization, and we are dedicated to dismantling racism, discrimination, and police brutality nationwide. Um, Today is a show that's very close to my heart. Uh, We've actually done a show on this topic before. I have the mother of Marcus Merritt Sr. on with us today, and Mark Harper of uh, MJA Investigations. And this is a case, one of the first cases that Together We Stand took um, last year when we started doing our nonprofit work. And Marcus uh, died over four years ago, and it was ruled a suicide uh, after looking at all of the reports. I've never seen anything that left as many unanswered questions as as this case did. Hi, everybody on Facebook. Thanks for joining. Um, It's super important that we get this case out to as many people as possible. This weekend, we've been doing a national call to action. Uh, We are hoping that you will all participate. Um, We are trying to get the Louisiana State Police to release the entire file on the investigation that they did on Marcus's death uh, back in April of last year, I believe, we did our first call to action, and that resulted in them uh, exhuming Mark's body and performing an autopsy. We were supposed to only have to wait six to eight weeks for results, and Royce had to wait a grueling six months. Um, they came or they came uh, a couple weeks before Christmas and presented her with a piece of paper with three paragraphs on it stating that uh, they ruled that Marxist death indeed was a suicide. Um, didn't bring her any any papers or any reasons as to why they concluded that. So uh, Royce had to spend her Christmas time uh, going through the red tape of trying to get the state to release the file. Uh, when she did finally get file, uh, it was incomplete. There were no attachments at all, although there were many, many, many cited throughout the report. I've read it many times. Um, There were statements in that report that basically would cause any lay person to have great concern, why uh, it wouldn't cause state police department great concern is beyond me such as Chief Noel, Joseph Noel of the Leonville Police Department. He has had a personal relationship with Marcus's estranged wife's family and her. Uh, And he stated in their investigation, and this is something that was new that came out to us, that he washed the blood off of the gun prior to putting it in evidence. That is some crazy bullshit, and I don't understand why that wasn't a huge red flag and why that didn't open up an investigation all in in and of itself. So we have a lot of work ahead of us, and sadly, we had hoped that this investigation might have been done correctly and given her the answers that she deserves as a mom, and it didn't. Uh, And now here we are trying to get them to release everything. If it was a suicide and you did your job correctly, then you need to release uh, all of the files from the investigation. We still have not yet seen a single photograph from the initial scene where Marcus died. Uh, Initially, they said there were none. Then there have been some. You know, who the hell knows, but there should have been some, and uh, certainly Royce doesn't need to see them, but myself and Mark Harper with MJA Investigations needs to see it uh, so that we can have experts take a look at uh, what happened 
and see if it uh, corroborates what indeed the police and uh, you know Leonville police are stating. So thank you for everyone who's joining in on Facebook. I really appreciate it. We have a national call to action going on right now. It's been going on since Friday morning. It won't end until tomorrow at 6 p.m. We have a flyer posted on our Facebook page. It's on my page. It's in our group. It's on our Twitter. All you need to do is click on that flyer. There is an email already written for you. All the email addresses are there, so you can copy and paste everything and send it off. Um, and there are phone numbers all on that page, and I'm hoping that we can fill up everybody's voicemail. We need to do this. Chief of Police needs to know what he did was not okay and that we aren't letting this go. City Council, who hires these folks, needs to know what's going on. Um, Sheriff of St. Landry Parish needs to know we have not gone to go. We have not gone away. And most of all, uh, Captain Deval of Louisiana State Police and uh, Detective Mark Fournette, we need answers. You came to see Royce and you gave her nothing, nothing. It was a slap in the face. It is unacceptable that after this mother has gone through all she's gone through, here we are again. Here we are again. And look at the lengths that have to be gone through just to get a report, a report on her son's death that she deserves to have. So um, I'm going to invite uh, Mark Harper of MJA Investigations on with me now. He is uh, an incredible man. Uh, MJA, as does Together We Stand, works for free. Everybody is a volunteer, and they do incredible, incredible work across this country. Mark, are you here with me? I sure am. Welcome. Thank you for, for calling in. And, uh, you know, sadly, we're here again, uh, but I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that we have you on board. Um, and uh, I'll let you sort of just tell a little bit more about MJA and your thoughts on, on the case, if you would. Okay, um, we're a group that was founded in June 2001, and we have 44 members, 18 of us is related in some way, and uh, we have 90 active cases and covering 12 states, and then we do consultant work in other states like this case in Louisiana. And... Um, now, on this particular case, okay, um, here, here's what I have written that um, what really ha has never been addressed. And this is what we'd like to state for the record, that uh, we've been involved in several types of cases of this type, and we've managed to get these type of cases overturned to homicide or undetermined. Okay, and how we've done that, we had the whole case file, including death scene photos, autopsy photos, stock screens, witness statements, copies of any search warrants, polygraph results, any testing results, or any evidence that was collected, and et cetera. MJA got a lot of that info from filing under the Freedom of Information Act. MJA filed such papers with the state of Louisiana three different times with no reply. Three times. And yes. that's, that's, that's against the law, correct? Uh, yes, and uh, they also put us through hoops that um, to get this done, and which it should have just been, you know, um, a certified mail thing and been over with. But um, right. like I said, and then um, also we want to educate the people that they should take notice of this case because this could happen to anyone and to any of their loved ones. And during my 40 years of being an investigator, I've been part of several death investigations, and I have never seen a case of suicide that didn't have a death investigation where there was no photos, no autopsy, no tox report, no GSR testing, 
no testing of the death gun. And then comes in the question that the chief of police of Leonville admitted to the Louisiana State Police that he warded off the death gun without testing it first and put it in as a, in the evidence room. And then another interesting thing came up. There was no investigation done that the estranged wife had a personal relationship with the chief of police. And then another thing that's in question, the chief of police waved off the county law enforcement offering to provide help during the investigation. Now, here, now here's a here's another clue on by just their own statements how Marcus's body was found. We done reenactments manually, and the way that they said the body was found, it defies the laws of gravity. The body position couldn't have been found in the way the police claimed. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. Um, and I just want to, I'm getting some messages that there's some feedback on your end, Mark. Um, I'm just going to check in with our audience and see if that's been corrected. Are you guys able to hear Mark clearly on Facebook? If someone could comment in for me, that would be great. And in the meantime, I just want to reiterate and go over a few things that you said just so it's it's extremely clear. Uh, One, there was not – okay, we're clear. They're hearing you fine. (laughs) Thanks, Carol. One, there was not um, an investigation done into the personal relationship between Marcus's estranged wife and the chief of police, okay? Correct. There was not an investigation done into that. Two, he waved off, that chief of police waved off the sheriff's department when they came to the scene to offer help, which is unheard of. Three, that chief of police, the one that has a personal relationship with the estranged wife, Admitted to washing the blood off of the gun prior to placing it in evidence. Okay? And then I'll just add another one on. Uh, Marcus died on uh, Friday, I believe. Uh, Saturday, the ex or the estranged wife and her family went to the house and burned the mattress that Marcus died on. Uh, burned it. So. Let's look at that. We would like the file, and we would like to see in that file that you did, in fact, investigate, A, their personal relationship, B, why the chief of police is washing blood off of a gun prior to putting it in evidence, C, why is mattress burned the day after he died if they're grieving for somebody? This is the father of her children, right? This is the person she was married to. Uh, let's see the files, people. Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just I want to oh, make that, sure that we're reiterating for that's our fine. listeners. And see, even after exhuming Mr. Uh, Mayor's body, the state of Louisiana has refused to provide the whole case file. And the 26-page report telling the cover that they did send had all the attachments missing. Every single attachment missing. Right. And And the report. Pardon? And that's what we need to see. In the report, it states C, attachment A, B, C, D. Where are they? Yeah. Yeah. And the report has several large holes in it, and it even contradicts itself. There are statements in the report that the Leon uh, police chief should be held for misconduct. Why the state police haven't removed the chief of police in question from his duties is beyond any other reasoning. The 26-page report just raised more questions to be answered. The report reads like pure fiction. Correct. Yep. 
no answers, just more questions, more red flags, um, more issues. Um, I'm going to just cue in Royce here just so you can say, hi, Royce. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Hey, how are you doing, Royce? I'm okay, Mark. How are you? I'm just fine. She's been listening in, and I'm not putting you on the spot. I just want you to know that um, you can chime in anytime you have something to say, and we'll just keep on pressing. Are you able to hear okay now? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, Mark had some, like, echoey feedback, but I can hear him okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 So... Facebook, thank you for joining in. Um, again, I would appreciate all of you sharing this uh, sharing this live stream with as many folks as you can. And when you share it, please ask them to go to our page at TWS Revolution on Facebook and click the link. Please ask them to take action, to send their emails and to make their phone calls on behalf of Royce. We really, really need everybody to get involved. This actually does work. This actually does work. We had, uh, after doing this last year, an amazing thing that does not happen. I mean, the Louisiana State Police do not exhume bodies and and, and pay for it all and do autopsies. It doesn't happen. So trust me that your voices your time and your efforts make a huge difference, and they will make a huge difference this time for Royce and her whole family. And um, so I'm really asking that you all get involved. If you have any questions, if uh, something's confusing for you, please call our 800 number, 800-528-1084. We're happy to walk you through the process. Hi, Russell. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) So... Uh, we are also um, interested in hearing, Mark, I know that you guys have made a request of the Department of Justice to take over this case. Would you like to talk a little bit about that? Uh, well, like I said, we, the chief of police of Leonville, that's a big issue, and him admitting to washing down the death gun without it being tested first, that's, that's a red flag. And um, it's just... There's just many things that just wasn't handled by protocol, and mm-hmm. uh, like I said, that all goes to the simple fact they didn't do a death investigation. It's like they took the strange wife and her parents' word at value, which that should have never happened. And say another thing about okay, you ruled suicide, okay. There should be a time screen to see, okay, if he was under the influence or is there a chance he was incapacitated. You don't know because you don't have the talk screen. And see, here's what I have a big issue with. They knew I wanted to be in the room when they done that. Okay, they made it so I couldn't get a flight out to be there. They didn't give us that much notice. So, and I, yeah, we, and didn't, I, we didn't get any notice. I mean, we we actually found out just by happenstance. By accident. Because yes. the sheriff, um, Boudreaux, was that, wasn't that who sent the email, Roy? No, it was no? the district attorney, Earl Taylor. Um, Earl, one Earl of Taylor. My, right, one of my friends that... Um, sent the emails and the last call to action, she mm-hmm. got, she was the only person who received an email. And she sent it to me and she said, I don't understand what this is. And then, you know, of course, I called both of you all. And not too long after that, I got a call from uh, Detective Fornet that Mark was being exhumed the next day. Yeah, it gave her. So less I than found out one day. Yeah, one day before. Yeah, and see, that's another thing I have misgivings about. 
So I wanted to be in the room and see. They know the experience I have, and they know they couldn't lie to me. Right, right. Because the evidence would be right before me. So. And I have well, what it kind of all boils down to is, had she not gotten that email, they would have done it, and none of us would have known. Well, at that's, all. That, yeah, that's the way it looks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, go ahead, Mark. And see, also we have two witnesses close to investigation where. They will state on record suicide wasn't even discussed, and they wouldn't exhume the body if they didn't think there was foul play involved. Mm-hmm. Okay, exactly. we're not going to release those witnesses' names, but they have been interviewed by one of our profilers, Dan Kincaid, and we have tape recordings of these witnesses, and they are credible. And these are witnesses to the autopsy? Well, let's say they're close to an investigation. And autopsy wasn't discussed, and one even said, like I said, they wouldn't exhume the body unless they thought it was foul play, because it just don't happen. Exactly. They wouldn't exhume the body. Louisiana State Police does not exhume bodies and perform autopsies like this. It does not happen. So it would not have happened had they not really believed that there was some foul play involved. And then we look at, you know, it was a, supposed to be a matter of weeks of getting the results. It was six months, uh, mm-hmm. six grueling months. I mean, I can't imagine what Royce was going through. It was hell for us. And, you know, this is her baby. So, uh, you know, we were all hoping and praying that they were taking their time to do a thorough, thorough investigation. And from what we've seen, uh, that's just not the case. And that uh, it it seems that that time was spent, uh, I don't know what. Manufacturing uh, whatever they wanted us to believe. Yeah, because from all indications... From the people I know close to investigation, it was going to be ruled undetermined. We have a question coming in from Facebook from Rhonda asking if the ex-wife has ever been taken in for an official statement or polygraph. Yes, she actually, they did two polygraphs and both came back inconclusive. So... Hmm. Make it that way. And you know what you know what that means in my investigative work? Hmm. She's an habitual liar. There you go. There you I'm go. Well, I mean, and it's, it's yeah. and it's yeah. weird. Weird. Like every the statements change. Yeah. Like I have all the you know. Again, Mark, y'all know I sent y'all that big packet. Yeah. And the parent statement, none of them match. None yeah. of them. None of hers match. They were together three lines above. They weren't together. Which one is it? Right. Exactly. It was, and then, then it was phone calls. Which one is it? You know? Mm hmm. And same way with the pill bottle. If she didn't live at the residence, why was her only, the only pill bottle that was found was her name on it? Exactly. So Two how do we them. know that Marcus wasn't incapacitated? We don't because we don't have a talk screen. We have a talk screen and our experts can tell you if there's something wrong with it. That's oh, why well, they we were told to they it. didn't even, we were told they didn't even do one. So... How do you do an autopsy and you don't take tissue samples and hair samples and all this other kind of stuff well, they, to find they have out what of, was in his system? Right. They have a way of doing it. They ain't telling me that they can't because I know they can. Oh, so, I know. Yeah. They're saying they, so they, they can't. They and and say maybe that's what it is. They didn't do it. And so they can't give us a file because they didn't do it. So, you know. Oh, yeah, I was told they didn't do it. Yeah, well, 
That's just strong. That's not a full death investigation or no, a full autopsy. No, no, no. And see, that's what we're contending in the whole process, that we have the people that can look at stuff like that and tell you what happened. And just like the reenactment of the way that they said his body was discovered, it defies the laws of gravity. It couldn't have happened that way. And that's from their own words. So that's all we have to go by is their words. And That's it, it, all the entire thing has been about somebody's yeah. word. Yeah, there's no evidence backing anything. That's the problem. That's the problem. Okay, exactly. Let me, let me just read you what our profiler said about this a few okay. months ago. Okay, they said that it is possible it happened the way the police came, the claim, but. It's very unlikely concerning this case. There is no actual evidence of suicide because they didn't do a death investigation. Profilers state there is no more evidence to support homicide, even though a police planted the witness's statement towards suicide. There is no actual evidence of corruption as we know it, but Leon police is guilty of misconduct, and to us, that's a foundation for a cover-up or corruption. I think they know about MJA history by now, so in return, they don't want MJA to see the whole case file. That's why our profiles wrote. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's it's fairly clear that they have no intention of willingly uh, conducting a proper investigation, um, which is why at this point we need the Department of Justice to take it out of their hands, um, and we need the files so we can do our own investigation. And I'll state this, and I'm sure they're going to watch this. So I'm going to look in this camera and I'm going to say this to you. you say this is well, it's been so many. It's been so many of them in law enforcement out there that they they make the laws. Yeah, so that's true. their mentality. Yeah, exactly. The good old boys club. Right. Yeah, I'm from mm-hmm. old school investigative work, but we never, and where I came from, we never had to get over this play. Everything was equal. That's what yeah, I love so about I, it. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's just how it's supposed to be. Um, exactly. So I'm going to challenge them. I'm challenging you, Louisiana State Police, uh, Captain DeVal, and uh, Detective Fournette. You did the work that you say you did, and you did your job correctly. Then, please, I ask you to release the full report, all of the attachments, all of the photographs, and everything. If you did your job and you came up with an appropriate conclusion, then you should have no problem releasing. And also, during the autopsy, this is be recording. As they're going, each step. We want those recordings, too. We want the recordings of the autopsy. Yep. Absolutely. There should be no reason if you did your job and you came to this conclusion based on conducting a proper unbiased investigation. There should be no reason that you would have a problem turning over the files to other folks to take a look at. Well, Navigate, think about it just like I told you. I, I, I was not shocked because are you going to cut off your nose to spite your face? Of course you exhumed him. You paid for it. Now are you going to really tell us what happened? Hmm. Huh. Yeah, I mean, there's a long line of reasons not to. Um, exactly. Well, you know, I, 
I get um, I get accused of now since this has all happened taking this case personally, but it has nothing to do with ego or that this is the first case of this type where the ruling didn't go our way. It's just a simple simple fact at times these investigators lied to me over the phone. They stalled and pointed fingers at each other. And that, to me, was inner turmoil right there. You don't point fingers at each other. You're supposed to be in the same police squad. And uh, it just struck me odd about the whole thing. But mainly, like I said, lying to me over the phone where they could have said, hey, I can't discuss it. It's an open investigation or whatever. But, uh, you know, I could have understood that better, but uh, like I said, it's just uh, one question after another. Uh, what is okay? What is there left to hide? That's what I'm trying to get at. Cause mm-hmm. There's definitely they're hiding something. I don't care what it is or what their justification is. Uh, no, they shouldn't hide nothing. They should have everything. Because I want our experts to look at it. That's plain and simple. And it's not out of the ordinary. They act like this is new. I have other cases. I have the same case files. This ain't nothing new. They can provide that, that information. Nice. Absolutely. Well, we'll keep pushing until we get it one way or the other. You know, we'll just keep pushing. Um they're giving me shit because I keep dropping the phone while I'm trying to video it for Facebook. I can piss off. I'm doing the best I can. Okay. So listen. Um, again, everybody who's tuning in, please, please take part in this call to action. Uh, find the link on our Facebook page, on my Facebook page, in our group, on our Twitter, at PWS Revolution. Uh, we need to... Have everybody take a few minutes to send their emails off and to make their phone calls. Let's fill up their voicemail. So tomorrow morning, or tomorrow's a holiday, most places, Tuesday morning when they get there, it's not going to be pretty. All right, if you have any questions, you can call our 800 number, 528 um, Good board, what is it? 528-1084. <laughs> and uh, we'll walk you through it. But it's... Uh, you know, your voices uh, are what made this happen last time, and uh, we need you again. Somebody's got a lot of feedback on the line. I don't know if that's you, Royce, or you, uh, Mark, but we've got a lot of background noise. I just hear a lot of background noise. Oh, and uh, I haven't got no background noise. Yeah, right. I'm sitting where it's quiet. I don't know what that was. Who knows? <laughs> probably we are hey look we already know what it probably is mm-hmm. yeah we get a lot of issues with our phones lately mm-hmm. uh, yeah so all right well um i think we've covered everything i want to just uh go over everything again and um royce do you have anything else that you want to add no, just, you know, I really appreciate everybody who's sending the emails, and I need to send mine so, you know, they'll know that I'm involved also. Okay. They'll know I'm involved also. And, you know, it's just, like I said, if Mark did this, I can accept it, you know, but nobody has shown me concrete proof as of yet. And exactly. until I get that, I won't stop. Right. Right. I mean, uh, as far as everything that we know, Mark was uh, happy. He was had plans in the immediate future to move. Um, people that are planning on killing themselves do not do that. Um, people no. that are suicidal do not make plans to move and do all these other things. Uh no, you know, no. it just does not happen that way. And uh, you know, and Royce, I've told you before. Had I thought, you know what, she's just not hearing it. 
but it's really that is what happened. I, I would tell you. I would tell you. Right. But right. I'm lo- I have looked at every single thing, um, mm-hmm. as have you, and there are just too many red flags. Just too much does not yeah, make sense. That, that's what I'm saying. We would give her our honest opinion, our honest opinion, he didn't commit suicide. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You know, and that's I mean, what I said. You know, and that's what I tell people. I'm like, okay, if anybody wants to say I'm in denial, that's my right. I'm his mother. But right. explain away over 600 different people that didn't even know him or me. Right. You know, who who said, you know, ma'am, that doesn't sound right to me. Ma'am, you know, no, these, there are red flags all over this. You know, a, a detective in Michigan, uh, an author, uh, you know, I told you what Ann Rule told me. And I, I know everybody's heard of Ann Rule. Yeah. You know, she didn't know me. She didn't know Mark. It it doesn't make sense. And stuff that doesn't make sense is nonsense. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, I, can, I commend you. You've been an amazing trooper. And, you know, I love your Facebook quote. It says, Mama on a mission. And that you are. And uh, thank you. Now you've got an army behind you. So... <laughs> You know we're on we're on that mission with you. So um, again, I'm just going to go over everything one more time, and then I'd like to give Mark a, a few moments to to okay. uh, let us know about uh, another case that he really could use uh, some help with. Um, if that's okay with you, Roy. Okay, that's fine. Okay. So last thing I'm going to say is. Please, please take a moment today or tomorrow. We have a call to action nationwide, started Friday morning and tomorrow at 6. Uh, find the flyer. We have it on Facebook. We have it on Twitter, at TWS Revolution. Click the link. It gives you the instructions on how to do everything. You can copy and paste the email. All the email addresses are there. All the phone numbers are there. We just need you to do your part and to say, release the full file for Royce Eckley. Release the full file. If you did this report correctly, you did your investigation correctly, release the file. Here goes that background noise again. <laughs> anyway, um, we really need your voices, and you are what made this happen last time. You guys out there taking the time are why an autopsy and an exhumation happens. And we need you right now, today, tomorrow, share with as many people as you can. And take a minute to tell them why you want them to do this. Because sometimes it takes connecting with people on that personal sort of level to get them to move and to action. Um, we need this. Royce needs this. She deserves this. This has been four years of hell. She just wants to know what happened to her son. Um, and it's sad that we have to fight law enforcement to get that. Uh, very sad. But we'll do it. So um, I'm going to turn it over to you, Mark. I know that you have some something you wanted to share in a case that uh, you'd like some help with. Or yes, all, all we're asking is... Um, there's a there's a case where there's an FBI petition for people to sign. You can go on our Facebook page, which is under Mark Harper, oh, or you can go on to our website. Just Google MJA Inc. Investigations. Our work will pop up. It'll take you to our website. You you click on Crime Forms, and it's the first thing that pops up. Her name is Maura Murray. She came up missing February 9, 2004, from New Hampshire. And all we're asking for is to help us collect these signatures for the FBI petition for them to get involved. And we appreciate any signatures that we get. Thank you very much. Okay. And I will I will post that uh, on all of our sites as well. So, again, um, 
Mark Harper with MJA, they do incredible work. It's all volunteer, just like CWS. Uh, they do a lot of work with missing persons, and this is a missing persons case. Um, can you tell me her name again, Maura? Maura Murray. She come up missing in New Hampshire. Okay, Maura Murray, uh, missing in New Hampshire since 2004. If you visit Mark Harper's Facebook page or you Google MJA Inc. Investigations uh, and click on the Crime, what is it? Crime? Okay, you click on our website and go to Crime Forms, and it'll be the first thing that pops up. The sign okay, petition. on the website, click uh, Crime Forms, and the first petition that, sign, that pops up will be for Maura Murray. Uh, it's asking that the FBI get involved in helping with this case. Um, so we ask that you guys take a minute also to do that. Uh, you know, we are a village, and uh, we've forgotten that, and we need to come back together. Uh, you know, as, as Mark said earlier, this could happen to anyone. You know, it really could happen to anyone. Anyone, loved one could go missing. Anyone could uh, lose somebody and and go through this uh with law enforcement and until we all mm-hmm. take a stand to to change this system um that's a very real reality for many many people and i see it mm-hmm. too too much in the work that we do i i i speak with mothers on a daily basis who have lost their sons and who are fighting criminal justice system just to get answers just to get answers. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to get just to get simple things like a police report or a piece uh, of paper. Exactly. One piece of paper to get their children's personal effects. I mean, we've got mm-hmm. Mary Stewart in Memphis, Tennessee. She can't even get her son's personal effects. She can't get the police report from his death. She can't. Not one thing has been given to this woman. Not one thing. It's ridiculous. Well, I mean, Sebgi, what about um, what about um, you know, the other young lady? You'll know who I'm talking about from Louisiana. That her brother's been gone. What is it? Seven years, and she has yep. yet. They don't even have a police report filled out. They told her seven yep. years. Yep. <laughs> really? And every time she goes, every time she goes to try to get it. They tell her she needs something else before they can give it to her. You know, she needs the death certificate before they can give her the police report. But they won't give her the death certificate. I mean, it's it's back and forth it's all the way up. around. You know, and we have, um, you know, Lisa Simpson down in Los Angeles. She's, you know, her son was shot by LAPD in August. And, uh, you know, she... Took her months just to get the names of the police officers who killed her son. You know, That's not one terrible. piece of paper has she been given. Not one piece of paper has she been given. This is LAPD. This is all over. This isn't just the South. Although the South, they work in a very strange way, and and it's sort of been. It to me, it seems like it's like this other world where it's like, uh, you know, it's really been rolling that way for so long. They. They haven't been mm-hmm. questioned, and it's just sort of, it's like, you know, whoever the sheriff is or the chief police is, they're kind of running shit, and no one oh, yeah. has questioned it, you know, and, uh, you know, but there, there's corruption everywhere, and this isn't mm-hmm. to say all police are bad, because they aren't. I'm not one of those. Right. I'm not one of those. But if you're, if you're a police officer, and you sit by, and you don't say shit, you're bad. I'm sorry. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and it's sad that there isn't protection for the police officers who do speak up because when they do, you see what happens. I mean, it's it's hell. Yeah. And and that's a that's a frightening thing to look at. You know, well, if I speak up, my family's in danger. I'll never work again. Mm-hmm. I mean, every I mean, it's some crazy shit. But yeah, uh, we're all putting our lives on the line in a sense. You know, in different ways, and they need to also. You know, we all are putting mm-hmm. our lives on the line. And so that's, that's what gets me. These police, they know what they sign up for. And I remember back in my undercover days, I worked the gangs up in Chicago, 
And uh, here I was out making cases, and I come to find out that I didn't have proper backup because the police was more afraid of the gangs. And I'm thinking, this is what you signed up for, people. And I learned right. this back in I learned this back in 1984. And I'm going. Mm-hmm. And now look look at Chicago today. Now oh, see, that's what I'm saying. Because and back I knew that in 1984. And and I feel it's probably the same way today that there's mm-hmm. officers that won't go down in those neighborhoods that's gang infested. So mm-hmm. uh you know it's just it's and they know when they signed up what you know what their job and duties would be, but right. You know, it's just yeah. uh, mind boggles me. Yeah. It yeah. it is mind boggling. We have a we have a, a criminal justice system that is uh, in desperate need of. I don't even know if I can say reform because I don't feel like uh, changing every single thing is reform. <laughs> it needs to be mm-hmm. dismantled completely and start fucking right over and start over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And see, and also I I have a big issue that okay I seen a video one time where it was a traffic stop. And this black gentleman, he gets out. Well, he takes off running. Well, they shoot him in the back multiple times. He dies. And the only reason the man runs, he he didn't have no driver's license. He was unarmed. He posed no threat. He was running away from the police, posed no threat. And they shoot him in the back. Well, I've got an issue with that. And get away with it. I hate to tell him. Yeah, I hate to tell him. I have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, back in my day, back not, in my day, I was not, taught. Huh? I, I, I was just gonna say that's not abnormal. I mean, I can't tell you how many, how many cases of people been shot in the back. But I've seen. I've only been doing this a little over a year. It's yeah. not abnormal. And that's what I'm saying. And see, back in my day, we was taught you do not use lethal force unless there's no way out. And right. we were taught, hey, if you have a suspect and where you don't have to use lethal force but it calls for a situation, shoot him in the leg or the kneecap. They're not going anywhere, and they're not going to pose right. a threat. Right. You don't have oh. to always use lethal force. And that's I'm the curious, first thing Mark. they use. Yeah, now they just shoot. But I'm curious, since you've been on the other end of things, what do you think it is that that's shifted um, in the in the mentality or or what have you with so many law enforcement officers now that it's that that it's kind of shoot and shoot to kill and think about it later? Oh, I don't understand it because, like I said, I'm old school. Maybe their training is different, but I I have an issue with it. And I've been, um, like I said, I was uh, raised on the Reagan era, and we called him the cocaine cowboy. And he knew how to get things done. And if you look at the statistics, you will see that uh, how he controlled things and what it is now, that's what I'm saying. It's totally different when it comes to law enforcement. Why that is? Now we have a I yeah. Have well, a now, now we have a president who's doubling down on on you know backing law enforcement, and it seems with a blanket sort of uh, whatever. I mean, it's like he's going to back them. He's not even looking at what the issues are. He's not looking at the statistics. He's not, you know, he's looking at oh yeah. Uh, all of our communities are, you know, especially the black communities where just, you know, us poor folks, you know, we're killing each other and this and that. And he's doubling down on, you know, backing a system uh, that's not not working, that's killing people. Um, and it's frightening. It's frightening. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, we kind of yeah. got off on a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> 
But you know, that's, but you know, it all fits. It all fits though with Marx's case. It's called the yeah. Good Old Boys Club, and they have this certain mentality which shouldn't come into the picture when it comes to an investigation. But some uh, police officers, I guess, it does. But you know, mm-hmm. like, like I've always said, I don't care if you're black, white, purple. Uh, a stripper, a drug addict, you still, if you come with foul play, you still got the same form of justice as anyone else does. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, we're seeing, I mean, we're looking at Louisiana. This is where uh, Mark's uh, case has gone down. And what is the parish that DOJ just took over, Mark? Do you know off the top of your head? Well, I know the town was called Hammond. Hammond, yeah, and you know, I've, I've just, you know, in the last week, done some research on uh, the captain who came to meet with Royce. Uh, there's, you know, he's got family that's in law enforcement in that state, and there are, uh, if you Google him, you will see there are cases of uh, misconduct that, you know, he's clearly not been uh, convicted of and it's sort of been passed on but it seems like there's just you know they're all it's just a network and I think I mean I hoped I really did hope um, that this investigation because it took so long that they were going to do the right thing that they were going to do what they needed to do and I was I guess very naive in having that hope Um, I'm I don't know. It's just. Uh, well, it mind boggles me, and we still don't have the answers. That okay, uh, the answers that we was looking for going in, we still haven't got them. So what? Whatever they done, still didn't produce none of the answers. We're seeing no, and what more. Did, all it did, did was make up more questions. Yeah. More questions. Exactly. We didn't go into this knowing that the chief washed the blood off the gun. We didn't go into this no. knowing that. You yeah. know? Yeah. No. Well, and I, another I thing, mean, remember, Sevgi, I told you on the report it says time of offense, 12 a.m. Well, wait a minute. I I thought he passed away at 6 something in the evening. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just all a hot mess. And it is. A hot mess. And they really Like need I to said, do, that little 26 page report did nothing but. Get out my active highlighter and, you know, nothing but more questions. Everything they send, it's more questions. Like I told my husband, when you go through that report, like what I sent them and I had highlighted with questions Mm -hmm. on the side, Mm -hmm. the different little pieces of that report, they call themselves answering those questions. Mm-hmm. What people don't understand is I don't give a good goddamn who was on the phone and nothing else. I want to know what happened to Mark. Mm-hmm. Damn everything else. You know, yeah. whatever else was going on. What happened to him? And say that's what I mean. They're, they contradict their own report and another thing that everything for, contradicts everything else. And another thing, we know at least two witnesses they slanted them towards suicide, and they took that report out of context. You, they didn't fill out the whole report what they said. Like one of them said, "Yes, it could have happened that way, but Marcus isn't the type to do something like that." Okay, mm-hmm. but all you heard, yes, it could have happened like that. See, mm-hmm. way out of context. And that happened on two different witnesses, the slant towards suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so if it was suicide, you wouldn't have to do that. See? Exactly. If it was the suicide other, two weeks after it happened, when I first started this, I would have had everything I asked for. Well, he exactly. did it to himself, so why not send her what it is that she's asking for? Exactly, exactly. because in, a, in a, a case that's actually a suicide, 
yes, they have no right to keep that information because there's no active investigation or no uh, crimes being committed. See? Exactly. And so, yes, it, it it none of it made any sense. When I first heard about no. it, none of it made any sense. Exactly. And that's exactly what you told me. And then, just like you said, Mark, everybody that, you know, you're affiliated with and talked to told you, no, you know, six to eight weeks, we have results. Exactly. Well, how did it wind up six months? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, like I said, I guess it took them six months to figure out how to type up this report to send with all of this manufactured crap. Once again, they hung themselves out because on the report it says attachments, and we don't have them. So, see, they hung themselves out. So, not one, uh, because I turned the envelope over and said. I, you know, I turned the envelope <laughs> over and, and and was like, see attachment this, see attachment that. And I'm yeah. like, where is it? And then I just kept saying, where mm-hmm. is the autopsy report? There is none, none at all in there, at all, telling you anything they did, nothing. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what this is. Like I say, every sheet of paper they send me, they may as well keep. You know, and a three-paragraph letter, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. All right. All right. Well, um, I'm going to close up the show. Thank you, Jefferson Rose. They just uh, typed in that he's emailed everybody on the list. Thank you to everybody who's joining, who's sharing this uh, story. Thank you to all of you who have already sent your emails to those of you who have not, please, please do. Please ask oh, your friends yeah, and family. Oh, yeah, been sending them all weekend, so they got a nice and surprise they, when they open up. <laughs> yeah, they, that's the goal, is that everybody's uh, email is jammed and everybody's voicemails are full uh, come Tuesday morning or Monday if they go in. Um, so I'm just going to go over one more time. Thank you, Daryl. We will. Um if you want to help, uh, look for our flyer, the digital flyer. It's on my Facebook page, Stephanie Fernandez. It's on our TWS Facebook page, uh, at TWS Revolution. You can find it in our TWS group. Together we stand. If you're a member, if you're not, uh, please, please join us. Um, and... Uh, you can find it on uh, Twitter and Instagram at TWS Revolution. If you have any questions, not quite sure how to do it, call our 800 number, 800-528-1084. We'll talk you through it. Uh, this call to action last year resulted. Thank you, Marlo. Marlo's saying that she's got it on her page, too. Um, this call to action last year resulted in exhumation and autopsy of Marcus. So this does work. And we are working really, really hard to uh, get this full file released so that we can hopefully finally get the answers that Royce deserves as to what happened to her son. Um, So I thank you guys for joining. Um, The work is not done. Please continue to share this. And, uh, you know, we're really grateful. Um, Say it's Royce our pleasure to be a part of this, and we'll keep doing whatever needs to be done. Thank you so much, Mark. And again, um, please go to MJA Inc. Investigations, Google it, and uh, uh, they are asking that you uh, click on their crime. Uh, gosh, I keep forgetting crime. What? What's the link? <laughs> no, you, you click on our website. And you click on crime forms, and crime Moore's, forms. I don't know why yes, my brain and uh, petition will be the first thing that pops up. Or yeah, you can so go uh, Facebook under Mark Harper, and you can okay. sign through there too. All right, they're asking that you sign the petition um, asking the FBI to get involved in this missing persons case for Mora. So um, 
Thank you, Mark, for everything that you've done. You and your team have been incredible, and uh, the wealth of knowledge that you bring to this is, is truly amazing, and you've helped TWS with uh, many other cases, and we are really, really grateful to have you to work with, and uh, we'll definitely will share those links on our pages as well. And Royce, you know we love you. You're our family. I and, love you uh, all, too. We will do what we need to do. I'll talk to you later, Royce. All right. Take care, you guys. All right. Good night. Okay. Good night. Bye. Okay. So I'm signing off, and um, we'll be back next Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Um, In the meantime, let's go and raise some hell and uh, make Trump's life as difficult as possible. And... uh, Get Royce the answers that she needs, all right? Peace.